0: Good morning and welcome to this podcast on the book of Revelation. This is one of a series of podcasts working our way through the book of Revelation, not doing an in-depth study but taking an overview of this wonderful and challenging book of the Bible. We've noted that this book is based on Jesus speaking to John and showing John in the Spirit things that were yet to come, as well as things that had been and and were going on at the time. And we're now at chapter 12 of the book of Revelation. I shared with you the last time, in the last two podcasts, actually, the, the thought that when we got to chapter 10, we sort of change gear from a play-by-play is the the analogy I use based on the same thing a friend did in trying to explain this. But up to chapter 10, from chapter 4 forward, it was kind of a progressive revelation, if you will, like using my sports analogy, it's like the game is going along. But when we get to chapter 10, It changes from play-by-play explanation of what's going on to a so-called color commentary where you're giving the background information. You're kind of filling in the blanks, putting some flesh on the bones of what is being explained. And so we want to keep that in mind as we read through chapter 12. I'm going to read through the chapter. It's short, pray, and then we'll start talking about it pretty much line by line. Revelation chapter 12. And a great sign appeared in heaven A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne, and the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God in which she is to be nourished for 1260 days." Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony for they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. And when the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of the great eagle so that she might fly from the serpent into the wilderness to the place where she is to be nourished for a time and times and a half time. The serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman to sweep her away with a flood. But the earth came to the help of the woman and the earth opened its mouth, swallowed up, swallowed the river that the dragon had poured from his mouth. Then the dragon became furious with a woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring, on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. May God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy, living, and precious word. Amen. Over these next few chapters, we're going to Uh, come into contact with several different individuals or personal persons. Uh, The first one's going to be the woman clothed with his son, representing Israel. Uh, The red dragon representing Satan. The male child representing Christ. The archangel Michael casting Satan out of heaven. The offspring of the woman persecuted by the dragon, the beast out of the sea, the future world dictator, and the beast out of the earth, the false prophet. In in these chapters the whole story is not moving forward, but we're seeing more information about what's going on and who all's involved. So we're gonna jump into these first six verses in chapter twelve. So the great sign that appeared in heaven, again, John is relating what Jesus related to him and showed to him in the spirit. He said, a woman clothed with sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. Now, when, when Joseph had his dreams, and he told his his father and his brothers that they would all bow down to him. And not just them, but even the sun and the moon would bow down to him. And the, the reference to the 12 stars is the 12 tribes, in, including, of course, Joseph. So the woman here is Israel, God's chosen people. And the woman was quote, pregnant, and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. So Jesus came through the Jewish lineage. He was God, but as to his humanity, he came through Israel. He came through God's chosen people. And then in verse 3 we say there was another sign, another person so to speak, not a person-person, but a personage, somebody called it, appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. This, this is Satan. This is the devil. And he has sought to destroy and, and tear down the people of God from the beginning. He's always been at war with them. In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus said, uh, verse 37, he said, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So Satan wants to prevent Christ from coming again. He's against everything that's good and right. He's all about Satan and nothing about God. So every way that he can possibly destroy Israel is a way that he can stop Christ from coming back because he knows when Christ comes back, his time is over. He's done with. So Satan wants to do anything to stop Israel and stop Jesus from coming back. Jesus is the promised child of Israel. Isn't it interesting that Israel, tiny as it is, has always been the most hated nation on earth. Anti-Semitism has always been here. That's because this this world is the, is Satan has control over this world and he wants to destroy Israel because that means he's destroyed Christ. I don't want to get too deep into this, but just as a side note that another, other notes about Satan wanting to destroy Israel and destroy Christ. He wanted to do anything he could to either destroy or to to corrupt the line of corrupt the holiness of. So how did he try to destroy? Uh, he tried to destroy through Herod, who said, "Oh, let me know where the where this child is, so that I may pay honor." But what Herod really wanted to do was to kill Christ, and that's what he did when he ordered that all children two years and under be killed, and then the same thing. When uh, earlier, when Pharaoh was destroying the male children to prevent uh, the line that Jesus would come through, uh, the nep- Nephilim, the the super race, they they were an effort to corrupt the line, and, and all of those failed. When Cain destroyed Abel, that's a, that's an effort of Satan who was in control at that time to destroy and corrupt the line leading to Jesus more recent examples are the the nazis and their effort to destroy israel that's satan trying to destroy the line of christ since israel has to has to call out uh, as jesus said in matthew 23 blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord if if satan could destroy Israel, through the destructive forces of the Nazi, then he could prevent Christ from returning because Christ can't return until the, the people of Israel say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In other words, when they finally recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. So if they could stop that, then they could stop all of this from either even happening. It says in verse 4, His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth, and the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. That's what we've been talking about, all the ways that he sought to destroy the Christ. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all nations to rule all nations. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne, and the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God in which she is to be nourished for 1,260 days. That woman, of course, is Israel, and that place where she is to be nourished for 1,260 days is the first half of the tribulation when the, the two witnesses will be witnessing and prophesying and the 144,000 Jews will be sealed and protected. So we'll stop there and pick up with uh, verse 7 of chapter 12 next time, Lord willing. Amen. God bless you.